Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Gateway Drum Smokers. These smokers are tearing up the competition circuit across the Canada and the United States, and for great reason. The natural convection airflow in these smokers means that your meat cooks in a fraction of the time. Briskets in four hours, ribs in two Cooking hot and fast means your meat retains an exceptional amount of moisture, and the flavor from cooking on these cans is unparalleled. In Alberta, you can find yours at Home Hardware in Red Deer and at Wickerland in Calgary. Get the full details at www.prairiebbq.com. And speaking of Prairie BBQ, Rob from Prairie Barbecue was uh, tweeting out yesterday about some ribs he cooked on his drum in about two hours. So if you're uh, looking for a nice, hot, fast cook, check out the gateway drum smokers myself cooking last uh yesterday and last night uh cooked up four christmas torture that's uh, for those that aren't familiar a classic french canadian christmas uh, meat pie uh using my mom's recipe which i have to assume was also my grandmother's recipe or very close got four of those cooked up uh, a few for us and a few for other things and then also for the first time last night cooked a tri-tip uh, picked up uh, a couple little little tri-tips from the good folks over at Bonton. If you haven't checked out last week's podcast with Greg from Bonton, please uh, have a listen. But uh, fired up the Weber kettle yesterday and cooked those along with some maple bacon, uh, Brussels sprouts, and asparagus. Made for a really nice dinner. Curling update from the Springbank Curling Club Tuesday Night Men's League. Another loss for Team Shalifer last night. Putting us at 1-7-1, and one, but uh, I'd say the last few weeks we've certainly been a little more competitive, so hopefully we'll uh, put another win in the column pretty quick here. Over the holidays, everybody, I want you to tag me in your social media posts and let me know what you're cooking for your Christmas and holiday dinners. Uh, our house, Christmas Eve, will be a torture, one of those that I made yesterday. And then on Christmas Day, we will be uh, doing up some prime rib on the rotisserie. Uh, prime rib we got from our good friends at Mitchell Bros Beef. Really looking forward to that. Always a great meal. The Alberta Barbecue Trail is still going strong for 2018. Check out the details at www.albertabbqtrail.ca and watch the social media this week for the winners of our prize draws from the Passport Program. And just because the Passport Program is finished for this year, uh, please keep visiting the restaurants don't stop getting out there and watch for more exciting news about the barbecue trail in 2019 uh let's get into this week's uh podcast episode uh last month was up in edmonton and had the opportunity to sit down with terry sept from smokehouse barbecue they're uh, recently moved into a new location and also doing some catering special events and actually uh while we were there during a Grey Cup week, they were doing a uh, catering a special event with Nissan in conjunction with the Grey Cup Festival, so they're doing some great stuff there. And a small world uh, kind of story, uh, chatting with Terry, uh, turns out he, uh, he used to work in the same industry I work in currently, and uh, we know a bunch of the same people, so that was kind of a, a interesting little turn of events. So anyways, check out my conversation here with Terry Sept. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. 
up in Edmonton today and really pleased to be here at Smokehouse Barbecue and sitting down with Terry Sept. Terry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for stopping in. Oh, my pleasure. We've uh, been trying to do this for a while, so glad yeah. I could uh, finally... It's been a few months. A few months trying to set it up, but got up here and uh, timing worked out, so I'm really glad to be doing this. Uh, I like to start out the show by asking people their their barbecue story. The story. So what's your... How, how did you come to be... Well, barbecue, barbecue is always something that, uh, that we did at the house. We made our own sausage. We did those kind of things. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, as I progressed through life, I was lucky enough to travel, uh, and I traveled all over the world. One thing I always looked for was good food and good, and barbecue. I spent a lot of time in Texas, Louisiana, yep. on my travels, and that's where I really got the bug. And uh, it kind of pro- progressed from there. We got into the restaurant business about ten years ago. Okay. Originally, it was an Italian restaurant that okay. we had opened yep. in Leduc, and uh, it went very well, but we had clients at that time uh, being very close to the biggest industrial park in Canada, the West, or the Western world for that matter. Uh, we had a lot of requests for something other than pizza and pasta. Right. And so we started doing barbecue on the side, and it just took on a life of its own. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. And you've uh, had this restaurant for how long now? Uh, well, the original restaurant, what we did yep. was the one in Leduc. We actually uh, changed over from the Italian concept okay. to barbecue. Yep. That was about seven years ago. Uh, we were so busy there, we had to open a second location. Just logistically, the kitchen that we had was not set up right. big enough to have the big smoker and that right. in it. So we opened up a second location on 124th Street. That was about six years ago. And uh, just as things transpired and the market changed a little bit we downsized because of our uh, that location was a little bigger than what we needed and so we've opened up this location in Mayfield about uh, three months ago it was uh, August this year yeah I was at just before you uh, moved over I was at the the previous one and this is a a much a much nicer uh, roomier location yeah it's a nice little little spot space live uh, music on Thursday nights and stuff yeah Yeah, corner there a stage perfect yeah and uh, you mentioned the catering, that's a big part of your business? Yeah, it's huge. We do, uh, it's probably, the catering and the food trucks is probably 50% of our revenues. Yep. We do a lot of external business. We we geared up for that and focused on it when we got into the, uh, we launched the food truck the same time as we launched the restaurant. Okay. And with that in mind, uh, we were the 18th food truck licensed in Edmonton at the time. Yep. There's now over 100 wow. food trucks in Edmonton. Yep. So we made a conscious decision to focus on corporate work. We don't do any street vending with our trucks. Okay. We're strictly festivals, private events, right. and corporate work. Yep. And uh, that's that's done very well for us. Sure. We geared up for it. Uh, we have a Southern, Par- uh, Southern Pride SPK 1000 on a trailer okay. that we use to support when we're out in the field so to speak yep and uh so yeah we're geared up we can easily do over a thousand people at a time uh, nice. at any given event awesome and then um what are you smoking on here in the restaurant uh we use a southern pride in the southern restaurant also well. yeah we found the they're bulletproof pretty much you know they uh there's nothing there's very few moving pieces put it that way yeah and uh when uh when you set it and forget it, that's pretty much how how they work. Yeah. So yeah. yeah any, anyone I hear that or talk to that has uh, runs that there, 
yeah. couldn't be happier with it. So, yeah, yeah, they're a good unit. Awesome. And uh, for wood, what kind of wood are you using? Well, we used to bring apple wood in from BC, and we'd actually go and get it ourselves and bring it back. Yep. But if anybody knows what apple wood is like to deal with, yeah. it's gnarly, twisted up, ugly stuff. And yep. it got to the point, uh, it costs you more to go and get it. Right. Than it than the wood was worth. Right. And I look back on my prior experience, my travels, and that sort of thing. Uh, been in Africa, been in Europe, been in the Middle East. Anywhere you go, people use the wood they find in their backyard. Yeah. And we sat down, we thought about it, and I found a supplier. I get uh, birch. Yep. That's absolutely beautiful. They debark it for me and. That's what we've been using for the last four and a half years, and it's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, we get great results with it. I, uh, we, were, we were chatting on the drive up this morning. I just got some birch uh, dropped off in my backyard last yeah. week from a neighbor, so I'm look, looking forward to uh, yeah. getting that chopped up and letting it season and uh, yeah. giving it a try. So. You bet. Awesome, yeah. Nice kind of a fairly mild wood. Yeah, from it's what not, I hear, right? and, you know, and that's the, the biggest thing that I found. Uh, one of the things I noticed actually traveling, yeah. especially down south in the yeah. U.S., they, they tend to uh, smoke a lot heavier than what yeah. we do here. Yeah, the oaks and the mesquites, uh, the hickories. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. And and we found just through experience with our customers that the, the palate here is a lot milder than yeah. what it is down south. Right. They're they're born and raised and brought up on that style of food yeah. or that amount of smoke. And we, uh, you know, on a 14 or 12 hour run. Yeah. We'll smoke maybe four hours, right. and then we'll let it so let it go the rest of the way on its own, yeah. right? And and that's that's the best result uh, that we found. Awesome, yeah, super. Um, competition? Anything? Are you doing anything on the competition side of things? Yeah, we uh, we jumped into Porkapalooza when it started here. Right. We were kind of on board uh, the first year. We were there vending. Plus, they had a team. Uh, first time I'd ever competed, and we actually lucked out. We came in. Old. Uh, in the top 10, nice. which for not knowing what we were really doing on yeah. the competition side. And then uh, the following year, we were uh, eighth place overall. Okay. Uh, and that was with a brisket I wasn't even going to turn in. So, uh, well, it, funny yeah. how things work out sometimes. No, yeah. so, you know, we, we play around with it. I don't yeah. get enough time to focus on it as it's much tough, as yeah, I... when you got doing the business, Yeah, right? you so. know, when you're doing a business and you're going six, seven days a week, yeah. especially in the summertime... Uh, that is one of the things, uh, one of my goals is to get more involved on the, yeah. on the competition side. Yeah. Yeah. What makes a difference in the competitions? What makes a difference as far as how the, the, the food judge, is done? Yeah, yeah, judge it, in, a, in a commercial setting with the amount of uh, prep that you do in comparison to the prep that you would do in a competition, uh, personally, when I'm in the restaurant, if I'm trimming... And, and prepping brisket, I could probably do a brisket in 15 to 20 minutes to get it to where we want for the restaurant. When we're doing it for competition, you're not dealing with a, a AAA Angus brisket that's maybe $100. You're dealing with a Wagyu brisket that's probably closer to $170. And you're going to make sure that you get it done like phenomenal. You have to, and every little detail now, and it's funny, I've, I've been to some seminars to talk to some people, and and where the competition scene is now, compared to even where it was five years ago, is phenomenally different. 
and all the, uh, the, the knowledge right it, so. and yeah and, and then and what people put into it and the work that goes into it is a, is a lot more than what it used to be so the long story short is you just spend a lot more time and a lot more focus on what you're doing in a competition because you know you're going to spend 10 hours on that brisket and, it, and lots of times guys will cook two because they never cook the same and then you're going to get eight slices out of each one of those brisket and you're going to put them in a box and they're going to go to a judge and there's going to be one bite by each judge and they're going to decide your fate yeah so you have to be a lot more diligent in, the, in that situation than you would in a restaurant commercial uh situation yeah, just uh, for folks uh, the other voice you heard jump in was my friend Dennis so he's uh, he's <laughs> here with us just so you're not wondering uh, what happened there uh, yeah and just yeah the competition like kind of what you said Terry it's it's down to that one bite so in a competition setting you're trying to get as much flavor profile into that one it's almost uh, I hear a lot of people say that it's competition barbecue isn't something you could sit and eat a meal of because it's just no so because much packed into it right yeah it's pretty intense yeah, yeah exactly because you're going for that that yeah. one that one bite yeah uh, whereas uh sitting in a restaurant you, you let the meat just kind of do its thing yeah. and uh, so it is a yeah different different game altogether yeah, right? exactly so pork palooza that's kind of your your one well, competition you no, traveling we, around uh, a little we did uh we do linwood ranch yep. uh every oh, year oh, down yeah, in yeah. okotopes uh, I've been trying to get to the barbecue on the bowl for the last four years, yeah. <laughs> and, but it always falls on a weekend when we've got three or four food trucks working. So, yeah, Labor Day weekend's you know, always yeah. busy. So I'd love to get down on the other side of the border and, yeah. and do some stuff. But yeah. Again, it's, you're, only, you're limited by the time and, and the you know, resources that you've got. Absolutely, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I always try to get out. It's uh, Linwood, the Smoke and Q at Linwood Ranch. It's on Mother's Day. Yeah. And that's, uh, oddly enough, not what my wife, uh, She's not, not how she wants that. to spend Mother's Day. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. uh, labor, uh, barbecue on the bow, it's uh, often falls on my daughter's birthday. So it's, uh, right. I haven't always gotten out to these events as much as I'd like to. So. Right. Uh, let's talk about the restaurant a little bit. Uh, the menu here, what... Uh, we're uh, pretty standard fare in the, yep. in the barbecue business. Yep. We're on the brisket. Uh, we do a Texas-style brisket. Uh, salt, pepper, and chipotle is what we use in yep. our rub. It's yep. pretty simple, but yep. it, it does the job. Yep. Uh, we've got, uh, we do a, a bit of a St. Louis-style uh, barbecue on our ribs, okay. which is what we lean towards. Carolina-style on the pork. So we, we kind of bounce around and the map. And the regions bit. around, yep. Yeah, you know, we've... Uh, oh, that's, yeah, you got to... Yeah, we've, we've played around with, it, you know, just a few different things. And I've been to a few different uh, seminars and classes. I was yep. down in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, uh, yeah. last uh, earlier this year, I guess so it was. Street. Yep. Yeah. And I was down there, and then uh, I was in Myron Mixon's in Georgia there late last fall. Yep. And uh, we're setting up to... Uh, Go down to uh, Tuffy Stone's got a, okay, a yep. seminar in June, I think it is. Nice. Awesome. So I want to get down to that. We just yep. finished doing a a one week swing through Memphis, St. Louis, and Nashville. Nice. So we'll go down there and just do a little R and D and yeah. some beer drinking. Yeah. But uh, so our menu, we don't really stick to any specific style. Yeah. Barbecue is as much as they, they like to say regional and all that kind of stuff. Barbecue is what you like to eat Absolutely. and what you come up with 
I cook barbecue that I would like to put in front of my mom yeah. or yep. you know anybody at the house. Yeah. So it's you know uh, that's just the style we do. We do a few unique things. We have our bacon bomb, or it's yep. called the bacon explosion. Yeah. Uh, we have a standard recipe for that, but we also change it up. Once we get into this time of year, normally it's stuffed with bacon and jalapenos and cheese. This time of year, we'll change it up. We'll have some apples and cranberries in it, a little more festive. festive than that. Yeah, yeah. You know those kind of things. Uh, we we do some custom work for people. Yeah. Uh, Christmas time, we smoke turkeys, those kind sure. of things, yeah. and uh, you know. But it's it's the you know the general barbecue fair. Make it good. Yeah. Make some you know have some value in uh, in the dollar for the people that come in. Yeah. Keep it simple. And uh, keep it simple. Yeah. We make everything in house. All our house. All our sauces, all our rubs, uh, our jalapeno poppers, all those kind of things come out of our own kitchen. We Excellent. don't buy them from anyone else. Excellent. Yeah. Love it. Uh, you mentioned earlier, and I'm going to jump back to this just because my own experience, uh, having had the opportunity to travel through Texas and see you visit some of the spots down there. Yeah. What uh, What are some of the spots you've been able to get down to? Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't been in Texas in a very, very okay. long yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, other than Salt Lake, a long Salt time Lake, ago. Yeah. Uh, when I used to travel there, I used to travel into Houston. I did a lot of work in the port. Right. So uh, we had the little hole in the walls that you would find on, yeah. the, on the side street. And, yeah, you know, it'd be, uh, just be Joe's Beer and Barbecue. And you go in there, the guys would have the pit in the backyard, yeah. and they'd be sold out by 3 or 4 in the afternoon, and, yeah. and that was it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm not one for for franchising and big name. Yeah. You know, when you get into these places, like, you know, you get into St. Louis, yeah. you get into Memphis, and you talk to the people at the hotel, or yeah. talk to somebody at the bar, and they'll tell you where you need to go for yeah, good yeah, barbecue. Find where the locals right? are going, right? Exactly. Absolutely. You know, so... Uh, but my, I haven't been in Texas in a very long time. That's yeah. a, another bucket trip next yep. year. We did Memphis and St. Louis this nice. year. Yep. Next year is Texas, and we'll spend uh, spend probably two or three weeks down there. Getting around, yeah. yeah. No, it's great. I get down there once a year or so for work, and uh, yep. I usually am able to get some uh, little road tripping in and uh, yep. hit some of the spots. So yep. that's awesome. Yeah. So anything uh, anything new coming down the uh, down the pipe for uh, Smokehouse? Yeah, we got a bunch. <laughs> we have a bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, we've been approached on a on a couple of other projects. Yeah. Uh, this concept in another location. Okay. Uh, we've also been approached on a, another concept barbecue, but a little different for another location and. Yeah. We are just getting ready to launch uh, a new line of barbecue sauces. Oh, nice. Uh, we do a bunch of work with uh, local distillers. Okay. Hanson's Distillery, uh, Rig Hand Distillery out of Nisku. Okay. So these guys, whenever they make their flavored vodkas or bourbons, nice. we get their leftover product and we use that in our sauces. Okay, yeah. So we've got, uh, we did a promotion with K97 and Hanson's Distillery. They did a Howl at the Moon shine uh, apple pie moonshine okay yeah so we got the apples from them and we made an yeah. apple butter barbecue sauce with nice. it. it's absolutely killer yeah and then uh, from rig hand we got raspberries from the raspberry vodka made a raspberry chipotle barbecue sauce yep. uh, those are not the ones on the table yep. these are, are versions of them yep. but yep. Uh, we'll give these a try in a little while, and you just see yeah. the difference. Yeah, some different that, flavor. That moonshine uh, and that makes in it. Like we cook yeah. the alcohol off, of course, and yeah. then use the product in there. But yeah. we've got uh, 
raspberry chipotle. We got some smoked peaches that they're doing a smoked peach uh, whiskey with. Nice. And we'll be getting those peaches back. I smoked them. And they're using them, and then I'll get them back when nice. they're done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're just soaking the, the, yeah, the whiskey they, in it, and then yeah, uh, they use it to flavor the the, the, yep. the vodkas or the whiskey, and, sure. and then and they get that smokiness in the whiskey. Oh well. yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, another local supplier, a good friend of mine, has an organic uh, bee farm. Nice. So we get uh, unprocessed honey from them, and we've made a uh, Carolina uh, honey mustard barbecue sauce with that, which yeah. is phenomenal. So uh, we just finished uh, proofing all the labels and all that. This yep. stuff's going to be ready in the next week or so. So selling yeah. here. some retail locations yeah. or just in-store here? Well, we're starting in-store. We'll yep. be selling them at the distilleries because right. we got the sure. product from yep. those guys. Nice so uh, yeah, that's worked out well. So yeah, we kind of like to hook up with locals and, yeah. and do some different things. Yeah, help help and, everybody out, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah what do they know. say? A rising tide that floats, floats all the boats. Yeah. Right. yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we got we got some pretty exciting things coming on, and yeah. we're already uh, we're already kind of filled out for next summer, which I don't have to worry about booking trucks nice. and, and those kind of things. Oh, All our uh, festivals and events are taken care of. Great, uh, great spot to be in already. So, yeah, so I'm just uh, just need a couple more bodies here to take some of the load off of uh, yeah. some of our other people. We'll be we'll be good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great to see you partnering with other local businesses to yeah to to help everybody grow. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, great well, we you. also took on uh, with our brisket. We used to. We use uh, triple Angus in the uh, in the restaurant up until now, and we just signed on with a supplier out of Southern Alberta. Okay. That we will only be serving uh, Alberta product in the restaurant. Awesome! I was going to ask about your nice. meat sourcing, so that's yeah. Uh, awesome. So uh, we haven't found a, a pork supplier that can do enough volume right. yet, but yeah. we found the beef supplier, and that's Excellent. nice. Yeah. So we're going to be using uh, their product in our restaurant. And Wonderful. That's all Alberta stuff. So. Excellent. Yeah. Keep it local, right? As much you as bet. you can. Yeah. You bet. So here's one one last question to throw at you, Terry. What's your go-to for yourself? You're sitting down. You just want to have some barbecue to eat. What's, well, what's on your plate? A nice Greek salad. No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, you can't you can't beat a good brisket. I mean, yeah. and that's the thing is, it's really hard when you make it every day. Yeah, it's really hard to pick. You put it this way, my favorite thing yeah. is the thing coming fresh out of the smoker. That's right, whatever's fresh is. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that and at the end of the day, that's it. Uh, I walk through our kitchen every day. I probably put on twenty pounds yeah. in the, in the yeah. last year. But it, you know tough, what? Right? The stuff when it comes out of the yeah. out of the smoker, like we make our own bacon, we make our own, we do the brisket, we do the pork, we do the ribs, we do the chicken, we yeah. do the bacon bombs, all that stuff. When it comes out, yeah. and it's it's right there. That's the best you're gonna, you know. So I, I don't honestly have a favorite. It's yeah. all good. Whatever is that? If it's done right. Whatever's good and in front of you, right? Yeah, you bet. Awesome, Terry. Thank you so much for taking some time for me today. Oh, thanks for coming uh, in. For being a part of Alberta Barbecue. Appreciate you everything bet. there. And uh, looking forward to working with you a little more as we move down the road here. You bet. Well, awesome. thanks for coming in. Anytime, Appreciate Terry. it. Thank you. You bet. Appreciate Dennis, you. thanks for jumping in. All right. Well, that's another episode of the show, folks. Thank you for your time and thank you so much for listening. And please check out the show sponsor, Gateway Drum Smokers. Details online at www.prairiebbq.com or visit Home Hardware in Red Deer and Wickerland in Calgary for details on these great cookers. Another thank you to Terry at Smokehouse Barbecue. 
If you like what you're hearing, everybody, please uh, give us a subscription, a rating, a review. Share the show with your friends. And uh, as always, please message me with your comments. I'd love to hear what you think. On Twitter, at Eat More Barbecue. And on Facebook and Instagram, at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. Or email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Really want to hear from you, everybody. As I said earlier in the open, check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail, www.albertabbqtrail, for info on the restaurants that are a part of the trail this year. And keep your eyes peeled for more news for 2019. Next week uh, is Christmas. I will be re-releasing a previous episode. I haven't decided which one yet, but we'll be back on January 2nd with a new episode featuring Jenny from Jane Bond Barbecue here in Calgary. Uh, as always, a big thank you to Alan Horbin for the music from the show. Really appreciate it, Alan. And until next time, everybody, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and keep on smoking. This has been a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.